theremin there. <laughs> welcome the theremin? to Welcome to We're all according to Noah. What's a theremin? A theremin is a musical instrument that is kind of it's I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like light beams, I think, and you move your hand. I don't even know if it's light beams. You move your hands over and it makes funny noises. If you ever heard the, I know you haven't, so I don't even know why I'm saying it, the soundtrack to Star Trek, it was a theremin. And Show me a picture of it after we'll, this. We'll do it after this. I'll let you hear what it sounds like. And Q from Impractical Jokers, he's been making fun of it on his little show now. He's been trying to play a theremin. <laughs> it makes a funny noise. It's that's exactly what it sounds like. Okay, so just to let you know up front, Noah here has got some kind of sinus thing going on here, so he sounds a little funny today. Mm-hmm. So just to kind of ignore it, <laughs> we have to record because this is our Christmas extravaganza. Extravaganza. I don't know why I called it that. I think that's building up for a lot more than it is. And also, you put the dead on him, so. I put the dead on myself? Mm-hmm. By building it up as an extravaganza? Yep. Yep. Well, we'll get into it in just a second. So, how was your week this week, kiddo? It's been good. This is your... Got, oh, go ahead. I got paid $15 on Xbox, so I bought like 2000 V... 2,100. I got 100 V-Bucks from the Battle Pass because sometimes they have some free stuff on that Battle Pass and with that 2,000 and 100 V-Bucks I used that to get the Stormtrooper costume. Then I ha- then what I had left was 500 V-Bucks and I got it for a I never played the game, but I got it for a Halo emote. It's like, it's like called Lil Warthog. It's like you drive on a little RC oh. car. And that is what game? Fortnite. Fortnite. Some people call it dead. I knew it was Fortnite, but I just wanted to make sure all our listeners knew too. And also, my dad has Fortnite on his computer. And he has the legendary skin Raptor, but he doesn't play it anymore. No, I don't play it. I didn't like it. I'm not good at it. There's too much going on. I could run around and shoot people, but the whole run around shooting and having to build stuff, I don't I don't like that. I don't like playing Fortnite on his computer. I only did it once and I was trash at it. I do it on, on Xbox and it's more easier for me to do it on Xbox. Is it? Because the fire button is RT. So it's a lot easier for you to remember where all the buttons are instead of the keys? Yeah. Gotcha. So, this was your last week of school before Christmas break. No, last week was the last week of school. You you went to school this past week, right? Me. See, this was your last week of school. Yeah, I did. And then Monday you're out. For Christmas break. Yay! So, anything else special happen? No. No? Nothing? My elves came and they brought some new, two new, four, 
four new Star Wars action figures. One little, one's a little Christmas elf, Babu Frick. If you never watched it, I suggest you go watch the new Star Wars on um on Disney Plus. And I don't know what that weird droid was, but I have him, and he looks like a reindeer. Yeah, I don't remember what his name is either. I got a porn trooper that kind of looks like Santa Claus. A part, if you don't know what a porn trooper is, it's just like a storm trooper, but instead of it having a gun, it has an electric bow staff. I know that because one, if you play Jedi Fallen Order, there's those guys in them. They're kind of hard to kill. Some of them have like weird dagger boat staff things. Yeah. And the last one was um a a first order trooper with that looked like an elf, kind of like the Babu Frick. And he's got a Christmas scarf on. And he's got like a machine gun. That's pretty thing. cool. I don't know why they called him Babu Frick because at the last name, at the last part of the name, it's kind of a bad word. Frick? It's not really. I guess if you're saying it meaning another word instead of saying the word, maybe it is a bad word that way. But it's not that bad. It's kind of cute in the movie. And it's a little tiny little figure, isn't it? Mm-hmm. He's tiny. To keep keep up with that. You might lose it because it's T90. All right. So do we have anything else for this week? No. I'm going to throw something out there. I would like, if the person still listens, or what is it, East, East End by Sea? Isn't that what it is? From the U.K.? I want that listener to give us a comment. That's pretty cool. We got a UK listener. We've had a couple of people download from the UK. But this person still downloads. I thought you were going to say like you wanted that weird calendar with root beer. (laughs) It's not root beer. What was it? It's whiskey. I say no. I told mom that next year for... That dad needs no. a Jack Daniels advent calendar. No. Oh, well, I think I do. Okay, so is that all we got? Yes. So now we're going to get into our Christmas extravaganza. You got a song for that? No. Sing us a song. No. Do, 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 do. I don't have a song. Nothing? Okay. All right, so for our Christmas extravaganza. We have a mad word list. We have... A couple of Mad Lib stories. Noah filled them out already, so we're just going to read them. And then we have some fun Christmas facts. Some stuff you might not have ever heard before. So, without further ado, we're going to go into Santa Claus is Coming to Town. (laughs) Santa Claus is a green man who wears a huge red suit with a small belt and a pretty white hat. He has a long, heavy blue beard 
and his head shakes like jelly when he laughs. That's kind of bad. <laughs> How's his head shake like jelly? <laughs> you didn't tell me what it was going to be. No, I didn't. <laughs> Every Christmas, he rides a reindeer full of presents, pulled by ten lions high into the night sky. <laughs> I'm mad now. <laughs> Let's see. But the lion part was pretty good. Santa runs down the chimney of people's home to Mm. leave mice, cats, and children under their Christmas trees. (laughs) Why? Why, Mom? Why? (laughs) So Santa leaves children under the Christmas tree. (laughs) That was pretty funny, wasn't it? Except the children part, it sounds like he's kidnapping them. That does, but then... I guess if it's a Santa whose head shakes like jelly when he laughs, I guess that's not the same Santa we used to, or is it? And with a blue beard? A fat, heavy blue, oh no, a long, heavy blue beard. And he rides reindeer full of presents. So does that reindeer look like a uh, Trojan horse? <laughs> and he rides that pulled by ten lions? That's weird. Mm. You and mom came up with that one together. That's what y'all worked on. Well, she was the one that said that cat, mice, cats, and children. <laughs> All right, so here's story number two. The Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch is a fat, purple creature with yellow eyes who does not like Christmas cheer. When he sees people celebrating Christmas, it makes him mean. He and his dog Max try to jump Christmas. Try to jump Christmas for people. What? Hold on. See, that's why I told you you didn't need to have dog because it fits. He and his dog Max try to jump Christmas for people in the town of Santaville by ducking their Christmas trees. <laughs> That made no sense at all. <laughs> they jumped Christmas by ducking their Christmas trees. <laughs> all right. They slam dunked the trees. <laughs> when the people still have Christmas cheer, even without park rangers, the Grinch decides to return the bears and celebrates Christmas after all. <laughs> What in the world did I just read? I think the right pronunciation is what the Sam Hill. <laughs> you think that's what it is? People had Christmas cheer even without the park rangers? Okay. That was fun, wasn't it? No. No? You didn't like Santa with the... <laughs> the the head that shakes like a ball full of jelly. <laughs> That's kind of disturbing, isn't it? The other thing. Now, I, I just want you to visualize <laughs> Santa with a big, heavy blue beard <laughs> and his head shaking like a ball full of jelly when he laughs. <laughs> That one got your giggle box? 
All right, so what was your favorite part of the stories? None of them. None of them? You didn't like the the, the dog Max and the Grinch jumping Christmas? <laughs> I'm telling you. The only thing that's funny is the purple and fat Grinch. The fat purple creature with the yellow eyes? Yes. No, I think the funniest part I have to go back to is Santa with a heavy blue beard and his head shaking like jelly when he laughs. That's kind of disturbing. And then he kidnapped children. He kidnapped children and put them under the tree. What in the world? Now, did he put them under their own tree or did he kidnap them and put them under somebody else's tree? I don't know. I don't know either. Which way do you think it is? He put them under their own tree. Well, that's good then, I guess. Or does he tie them up and put them under? How does he put them under the tree? Like a regular present. So he wraps them. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> so he steals them out of their bed and <laughs> creeps them out because his head's shaking like a bowl of jelly. <laughs> then he wraps them in a present and shoves them under the tree. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a quicker way to open their presents. Well, yeah, I guess if you're inside the present, it makes it easier <laughs> to unwrap. Okay, so here are some fun Christmas facts that I looked up. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say that these are looked up on the internet. None of them are true. They might or might not be true. I did look at a couple and made sure I saw them on a couple of different pages, so maybe they're true. I tried to look up what the Christmas pickle origin was, and I couldn't find anything on that. I saw a couple of things, but nothing, you know, the Christmas pickle on the tree, the ornament. You're supposed to try to find. Oh, that one. Yeah. I couldn't find exactly where that came from. So, here's the ones we do have. No one wanted to know what the origins of eggnog was. I know one thing. What? It was made of British. Yes. How did you know that? Because I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> it turns out that eggnog's origins are uncertain and debated among members of the non-drinking community. Its earliest origins likely come from medieval British posset, a milky ale served warm. That's gross. A milky beer? <laughs> Some people at my school kind of like it. Milky beer or eggnog? Eggnog. Did y'all have eggnog at school the other day? You know, they can't see you having that funny look on your face. <laughs> no. Y'all didn't have eggnog? How do you no. know they like eggnog? Because they said it. Oh. A similar drink is also popular in Germany and the Netherlands and Puerto Rico, though they're probably newer to the market. What in the world is that? I said naughty in Japanese. Oh, what does Just, that mean? Naughty means... Naughty means you know what. Oh, naughty? Oh, I gotcha. As, as for the name, in colonial Britain, grog was slang for rum and was served in small wooden mugs called noggins. Isn't grog a Star Wars drink? 
It might be, but grog is just like a medieval alcoholic beverage. So grog was slang for rum and was served in small wooden mugs called noggins. From there, culinary scholars have speculated the etymology trickled-down effect that eventually landed at eggnog. So it was an egg drink served in noggins, so they just called it eggnog. What do you think? For those of y'all that aren't watching, I made which, a is, thumbs which down. is everybody because it's not a video podcast, <laughs> <laughs> no one gave a thumbs down. <laughs> Oh, I still got a lot of eggnog stuff. I didn't realize how much eggnog I got down. <laughs> eggnog became a Christmas tradition in America in the 1700s, where there are lots of farms and plenty of egg and milk to go around. They spiked the frothy drink with rum, since it wasn't taxed as highly as other liquors, and later turned to domestic whiskey and bourbon. I got a fun fact for you. George Washington had his own recipe and served eggnog made with sherry, rum, and rye whiskey to his house guests at Mount Vernon. Nasty. You think? What part is it nasty? All of it. Sherry? I don't even know what sherry rum? is. Rum? Rum and sherry. Rye whiskey? Yes. Egg? And milk? You don't want any of that? No. <laughs> okay. So that was what I got for the history of eggnog. Did that serve your need to know what eggnog came from? No. No? What else did you need to know? Oh. I don't know either. Okay. Lights are an important in the history of the Christmas tree. Martin Luther. Martin Luther King! Not Martin Luther King. Oh. Martin Luther was a Protestant. He was once walking through a forest of evergreen trees in Germany when he saw sparkling stars shining up through the trees. He recreated this beautiful scene at home by lighting candles on his Christmas tree. And that's where it began, is what was said. That's the story. That's, the t- that's where how dumb candles got on this stupid tree. Yeah, that is... I can't imagine that that was safe at all. If you cut down a tree, the tree's going to be drying out and dying in your house. That's just what happens. And then you're going to put fire on top of the tree. Does that make any sense? Once again. No. (laughs) You're going to remember one of these days, this is not a visual podcast. This is an audio podcast. The great thing now, there's no more candles on trees. Now we have lights, right? Yes, and the only thing that we have a candle from is a Jiminy Cricket ornament. A Jiminy Cricket ornament, but that's not even a real candle. That just looks like a candle. Yeah, it's just a fake candle. Yep. So, you can see where you could come up with that idea, though, can't you? No. Walking in the woods and seeing the stars shine through the tree? That would look like lights on a tree. And when he did that, though, they probably didn't have lights to be able to put on a tree. So, he had to do the best thing, and that's put candles Still doesn't sound like it's a safe idea, though. Mm-mm. In 1895, Ralph Morris of the USA got the idea of using electric lights on Christmas trees, changing Christmas celebrations forever. He helped make Christmas lights safer as the danger of fire reduced 
known as the danger of fire reduced. Earlier, a Chicago hospital had burnt down thanks to Christmas candles. Insurance companies wanted to ban Christmas candles because they caused too many fires. Well, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. So now we have lights. Thanks, Ralph Morgan. Morris. Morris. All right, now. An insurance company. An insurance company's everywhere. <laughs> now, this might be outdated. I couldn't see anything else, but this was in Belgium in 2010. That's when I was born. Yep, that was when you were born. Can you, Can I want you to guess at the number of, the maximum number of lights people have put on a Christmas tree. It happened in Belgium in 2010. It might have been beaten by now, but that's all I could find. Eight million. Now, come on. How many lights do you think put on a Christmas tree? Twenty million. Twenty million? Come on, buddy. It's got to be a lot lower than that. Think of our Christmas tree. Five hundred. Our Christmas tree has like 750, I think, if the lights came on. So, what would you think? If ours has 750, what do you think the most would be? Times what? Well, the, it's just the most lights ever put on a tree. 1,000. Close. 2,000. 194,672. That is a lot. <laughs> That's almost 200,000 lights on a Christmas tree. It didn't say how big the tree was. It had to be huge. Some early Christmas trees were hung upside down from the ceiling. What? (laughs) Chandeliers were used sometimes to do this. So sometimes they would take one of those and put lights on it and make it look like a tree. Mm. That's dumb. You think? Now... A couple of years ago, they did start doing that again. Have upside down Christmas trees. How? I don't know. I don't think you hung it from the. You didn't hang it from the ceiling. It just went into the tree stand upside down. So instead of pointy side up, it was pointy side down. That sounds so dumb. It does sound kind of weird. How would you put the angel on top? And how would Santa put presents underneath? Yes, that would be for kids that were bad because you wouldn't get that many presents. So you wouldn't have to worry about how much space you had underneath the tree. Let's see. What did artificial Christmas trees of the time look like? If people couldn't afford a real tree, they would decorate pyramids of wood. Huh? They would just stack up a pyramid of wood. And they would decorate that like their Christmas tree. That kind of sounds dumb. Well, but they didn't have money back then. They didn't have enough money to buy a Christmas tree. And they didn't have fake trees. So that's all they had. Wait, how would they buy logs then? Well, I guess they wouldn't cut. But do so you think they could go cut down a tree if they could afford a pile of wood, don't you think? They used Christmas tree decorations like candles, paper, and apples. Apples. Who wants to put an apple on their Christmas tree? Me. You want to put an apple on there? Mm-hmm. I think we got an apple. 
But a weird Maleficent apple. There's a weird Maleficent apple, and we might have a big apple. Apple, do we? I don't know. I guess mom didn't want to talk. She just kind of shook her head. Once again, not a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Some carried these around. What? Some carried these around to show neighbors instead of keeping the trees in their houses. So they just walked around with their Christmas tree. Hey, guys, look what we got. <laughs> what the heck? This is our pile of wood. Check it out. <laughs> what type of Dumbo does that? Keep an eye on the candle, though, so it don't burn it down. <laughs> Why not just put the tree outside? I don't know. <laughs> that would make more sense. Why are they carrying it around anyway? I don't know. Because people didn't really travel much. Actually, that wouldn't be a smart idea. What, to carry it around? No, leaving your tree outside. Why? Because them robbers can steal the presents. Good point. The origin of the use, the origin of the use of Christmas trees goes back to ancient Egyptians and Romans. Did you know that? No, not at all. They used evergreen trees like fir or pine trees, wreaths, and garland. Hmm. The use of modern Christmas trees started in Germany in the 16th century. Instead of glitzy decorations that we see on them today, they were decorated with fruits and nuts. Fruits and nuts. And for some reason, Noah's dabbing on this <laughs> audio podcast. You want to decorate our tree with fruits and nuts? Yeah. You want to put some raisins and some walnuts on there or something? Heck no. <laughs> What kind of fruit do you want to put on there? Walnuts. Walnuts. Okay. So, you know all the states, right? No. Well, you know most of the states, right? No. Okay. What do you think would be the first state to recognize Christmas as a holiday? Alabama. That is correct. <laughs> Did you know that or did you just guess? I just guessed. In 1836, Alabama, which is where we live, was the first state to recognize Christmas as a holiday. And, let's see, the last state was Oklahoma in 1907. Yep, Oklahoma was the last one in 1907. That's a long time. They didn't want to jump on the Christmas bandwagon, did they? We did it in 1836, and they waited until 1907. Yeah, like... Florida. They Florida? Put, yeah, because when, when it comes to voting for the new president, they take forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, here's one that's kind of gross. It's kind of weird. <laughs> now, this one I had to look up on a couple play, places because I didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. So... Traditionally, like when we go over to your grandparents, we usually do it on Christmas Eve. And what do you usually eat? Like, usually like grilled cheese, but what do your mom and I usually eat? Mashed potatoes. And there's like turkey and ham, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, in England, before turkey became the obvious choice of food for the holidays, they ate... Dog. Nope. Sorry, Brutus. <laughs> Pig's heads covered with mustard. 
Oh, like a hot dog. No, like a pig's head. (laughs) (laughs) They would have a pig's head and cover it with a mustard sauce. Yeah, but here's the one thing. They don't have a bun. No, because they don't have a big enough bun because it's the head of a pig. (laughs) I don't think you understand it. (laughs) It was a head of a pig they cooked and covered in mustard sauce. Yeah, but... It had eyeballs and a mouth and a snout. It's a head of a pig. <laughs> yeah, but they put mustard on it oh, like a hot dog. So I guess that makes it good. Since they put mustard on it, it's okay. Do you know why it's called the 12 Days of Christmas? No. Because it took the three kings 12 days to get to Jesus. The wise men. Oh. There you go. Oh. What are you doing? I don't know. Alright, so that was the 12 days of Christmas. Now, you remember how the 12 days of Christmas goes, right? On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. And then they get... Increasing each each time, right? Two turtle On doves. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves in a partridge in a pear tree. And each day you get that many of each one, right? So three, four, five. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French hens, two turtle doves in a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. I was going to let you go to the fifth day. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, in a partridge in a pear tree. Okay, so it increases with each one, right? Mm-hmm. How many presents total do you think they would get? Eight. So, no, because you got Twelve. five golden rings, four calling birds, four calling birds, three, three French hens, two turtle doves in a partridge in a pear tree. So how many is that? Five, nine, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, right? So you got fifteen presents in the first five days. Mm. Right? Uh-huh. So total you would have three hundred and sixty-four presents if you counted up all of them. Some of them are kind of useless. Like what? What's useless in the twelve days of Christmas? One. I don't remember some of them. Is the partridge going to stay in the pear tree? Or is it going to fly off? He's going to stay in there. That would be kind of useless. Get a partridge, he flies off. Um, what was the 12th one? You got 10 drummers drumming. Is that useless? I mean, if you like music, no. What is the 12th one? Is it 12 Lords of Leaping? Yes. That one's kind of useless. You don't think you'd want lords leaping around your house? No. <laughs> How do you find 12 lords? Oh. I don't know either. 
Chan maids milking, that's not useless. No, because then you'd have a lot of milk. Free French hens, no. But then you'd have to have... How many maids of milking is it? I don't remember. You have to have that many cows. Where are you going to keep all those cows? Eight maids of milking. So you got to have eight cows. Mm-hmm. Or are they taking all? Are they taking turns on one cow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have anything else about the twelve days of Christmas? Because we're going to move on to another song. Two turtle up no wait. That's not useless because it means you're in love. Because the the turtle dove is a love bird. How's it a love bird? I don't know. I thought it was a friendship bird. Like isn't, sure? that, isn't that what they said on uh oh what's the name of the movie uh lost in New York home alone then the lady give him a turtle dove to show friendship isn't that what she did I forgot oh what's well, love or friendship it's one or the other okay in 1857, there was this man named James Pierpont. Pierpoint. Pierpoint. Something. He wrote a song known as Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells Rock. That's Jingle Bell Rock. Oh. This is Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, Jingle All the Way. Guess what the song was originally called, though? No. <laughs> One Horse Open Sleigh. And he wrote the song to be a Thanksgiving song, not a Christmas song. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yes, it is. Because there's barely any Thanksgiving songs. Okay. Here's the last fact I have. And this is a pretty fun one. In the Ukraine, if you find a spider web in the house on Christmas morning, it is believed to be a harbinger of good luck. For how long? I don't know. This. I don't- no. I know one thing. What? I don't remember who it was, but there was a president that really liked trees, and he said it was illegal to have a tree in the White House. I don't know who that was, because I have a tree in the White House now. They have a Christmas Theodore tree. Theodore Roosevelt? Roosevelt didn't like trees in the White House. I don't remember. Well, remember. it might be Roosevelt because he's all the he's the one that did all the uh, national parks. He had a big hand in doing all the national parks. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah, I think that might have been him. Maybe. Okay. This belief resulted from an old Ukrainian folktale, which told the story of a very poor woman. So poor she. So poor was she that she could not even afford Christmas decorations for her family. One Christmas morning, she awoke to find that spiders had trimmed the children's tree with their webs. When the morning sun shone on them, the webs turned to silver and gold. The woman took this as a godsend, and her misery ended forever. Artificial spiders and webs are thus often included in the decoration in the Ukrainian Christmas trees. So that's how te- silver and gold tinsel became a thing on the Christmas Maybe. tree. Maybe. It makes sense. I didn't look that up. Mm. So, 
Do you have any more Christmas things? No. I did read that tinsel was once made out of real silver. That's kind of wasteful, isn't it? So yes, much it real sil- silver all over your tree. Now, what did that mean? They would throw real gold under our tree. Maybe if you're rich enough. So, this brings an end to the Christmas extravaganza. Was it extravaganza enough? No. It would have done better with like some music in the background or something. But we did have up to five days of the 12 days sung by the beautiful tones of Noah. And also it's, it's the 20th. Well, but you can't. We're not going to put it out on Christmas. you got to listen to it before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So you can get in the mood for Christmas. You gotta listen to this, learn a few things about Christmas, and share them with your family. Right? Yes. I guess that means we're done. Okay. Well, I hope everyone has a very Merry Christmas. And a happy holiday. And a happy holidays and whatever you celebrate, I hope it's wonderful for you. Um No wait. No wait. I meant Merry holidays to all, and to all a good night. You're supposed to wait. What? You need to say that when we're done. No, we're already done. <laughs> no, we gotta come. We gotta say, all you new listeners out there, you need to like and subscribe. We're still waiting on that next comment. We hadn't got it yet. One of these days, we're gonna get a comment, and we're gonna be so happy. We've got three comments. We want number four. Noah wanted like ten before the end of the year, and I just wanted two more. But probably not it's ten. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> because very first, the very first is coming. Yep. Soon. Maybe we can still maybe squeak out two. Uh, maybe. Maybe. All right. So I think that's gonna call it the end. Before we end out this episode, I'll sing after this. Fortnite's not dead, y'all fools. You heard it here. Fortnite's not dead, you fools. (laughs) And now you should say the Merry Christmas to all or Merry Holidays to all. Merry Holidays to all and to all a good night. It's a beautiful day outside. Birds are singing. Flowers are blooming. On days like this, children like you should be subscribing to us. Thank you for listening and have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. Bye!